Welcome back to Equal Time Soccer. We're live. We have Mankato legend Jenny Vetter with us. And excuse any of the noise, I'm here at the world-famous Blackheart Bar. Part of my convergence of work here is that we got to accept the free space has a little construction going on for a patio to be named, to, to come. But we have Jenny here. Jenny, you have signed with a team in Portugal. It's a new club. Just talk about when you first made contact, it's Racing Power FC, right? Yeah. How did you? How did that connection come about with racing? Sure. Um, so I was very lucky um, to be signed with Inspired Eleven. They're an agency, um, and so my agent Gabriel has been a ton of help, just kind of facilitating the next steps in my career, um, and so kind of has um, really helped me in that regard, and kind of put all my info out to a bunch of teams and. Uh, Racing Power was one of them that kind of got back to them and we were able to get forward with them. Yeah. Well, and you you start this journey after college ends, right? You you players have they put on a highlight reel. Wow, this is really some work going down the wall. Uh, Jen, <laughs> you put on a highlight reel, right? Which I love seeing. A couple of them I could recognize having watched like some of your games with Bemidji. There was a random like a header off the bounce in in Bemidji, and I was like, oh, Jenny had a header. But yeah. you make the highlight reel. You declare for the draft. Just talk about that first when you first do that. I mean, yeah. what, how does that process start for you? How do you get yourself into that of, I just have to try to find a place, try and find an opportunity? Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of hard because there's a lot of unknowns. Um, unless you have an agent, which I didn't until recently, you yeah. really don't know the right steps or, you know, what the right thing to do is. And so um, I think just putting your name out there and, using what connections you do have. Um, my college coach was a big help in that as well. He had a couple of connections that he could, you know, probe their interest and mm -hmm. kind of um, see if anything was there. Um, and so just kind of getting your name out there is the first step. And even putting, you know, my name in the draft, it's like, well, I'm not going to go in the draft, but at least your name gets sent out and yeah. you're on the list and in the discovery pool. And so you never really know what's going to happen next. So. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, well, and like knowing where you're coming from, like D2 players don't get drafted. It's, it's a it's a really small draft. But yeah. so like, but when it did happen, did you kind of pay attention being like, well, maybe like. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's always that like little bit of hope. Like, like, I don't know. You know like, maybe like. <laughs> it's, it's such a, it, it's a cool thing about the game that we are seeing at least announced and we'll see how it comes to fruition, but a lot of new pro leagues for women because it is way too small of a world of just how many NWSL teams we have. Thankfully, they're expanding, but then, you know, the USL, WPSL, there's a Canadian league coming about. So there's a lot of players that um, just seeing how many Minnesotans are playing in random European leagues. There's more, we need more spots. So, yeah, but you also, I guess, I mean, I don't know how much you want to share, but just for people, how did you get your agent? Like, you know, you're in Mankato. Like, how do you go? How do you find an agent? Um, it, again, a process that you can't just Google most of the time, like women's Maybe you do Google. <laughs> like, like you can, and it's kind of the balance of like, okay, well they represent, you know, the top level, be realistic, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of, um, just doing my research. Um, you know, it's funny how much you can find on Instagram on yeah. like just typing in agencies and. Um, so really just, you know, Googling and diving into some of those, those different agencies and then, yeah. um, met with a couple of them 
um, via Zoom and just kind of going with my gut and what felt right. So. Yeah. And you had earlier, I know just honestly from talking to, I know uh, my brother was telling me you did have an opportunity. You were training with Houston, right? I don't know how much you want to talk about that, but that must have been wild to even get that chance. Obviously that uh, you moved away from that and now you have a new chance. But I mean, talk about just that getting getting the chance yeah. to be down there. And I think you were posting on Insta. I mean, it was it was out there. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was very surreal. It was a great opportunity for me. Um you know, I went to their uh, tryouts, and so the opportunity kind of materialized from that. Um, and when just, was that? When were the tryouts? Oh, was that like it, they posted as in like open, open or like you reached out? Yep, open tryouts. Okay, I did not know that NWSL teams did that level yeah. of. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I actually was in Louisville like oh, the week or two before, so went down mm -hmm. to Louisville open tryouts and went down to Houston's open tryouts. Um, and that was, you know, maybe two weeks before their preseason started, I want to say maybe a yeah. week, the timeline yeah. is blurred now, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So went down to their open tryouts and then was invited back for their preseason. And it was just a really great opportunity to train at that level and, um, yeah. with the players that they have and learning from them and the coaching staff. So yeah, very grateful to have experienced it for sure. And kind of just get that first taste a little bit. Uh -huh absolutely makes you a lot more prepared to go into the first like pro the the your first yeah. deal you are someone known for speed like i was watching Mankata united yesterday you were as well and i was thinking a couple of times man it'd be nice if jenny could run like the channel but did you feel slow at houston you must have <laughs> um i would say like physically not slow but like the speed of play is so much faster so it's like physically it's like okay i can like keep up you know i'm not like a step behind yeah you know whatever but it's like definitely an adjustment and especially like the nerves of course too you're like yeah. in that environment for the first time yeah. so just like that adjustment was bigger than anything else like physically absolutely well and it's also unique for you i mean in the sense of you're absolutely you know you're an all-american you're a big time performer at mankato and mankato is a high level program but and maybe it helps a bit, like you're coming from D2, like there's no mistake, like you know your role in the squad, but talk about mentally the difference because you have been, you've been a starter for five years, you know, since being a sophomore, you just start, you play, you score all the goals and you are no one special when you go to Houston, right? Mm -hmm. So like, how does that mindset shift go for you? Yeah, I, um, I think I was really ready to embrace it. Um, you know, especially after my career at MSU, while being like the leader, the goal scorer, it's like fantastic. And that role was something I was very grateful to take on. It's also like stepping out of that role and into a role where I can just learn and have no pressure and have like not place expectations on myself. Yeah. That was also very like, almost like relaxing for me in a way to be yeah. like, I have no pressure. Like there is no, no one expects anything from me. I'm a yeah. child like they don't even know what school I played at so it's like in that sense it was kind of uh -huh. I can just be here and I can just play and not have that pressure that I would normally place on myself mm -hmm. yeah did they make fun of your accent Jenny I don't think you have a harsh one but I'm sure we both do like just a little bit I would a say a little bit yeah. I mean look yeah it happens <laughs> I, 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 I like to think I'm neutral but I hear myself look, yeah same it's, it's just certain words like you say bag and they're like oh gosh <laughs> Tough, man. We do the vowels hard at the bar. I'm at the bar. Yes. Um, 
you are going to a team seemingly a, from what I could find a really new team. Like they, they were founded a few years ago. They have been promoted up into now the first division in Portugal. This would be their first year. Yes. And it is, it, I did just some Wikipedia of it. Seychelles, I think I yep. did the, I did the audio pronunciation, yeah, I had but <laughs> a small city, but it's kind of like a little bit like a little like super Mankato, but it's on the coast in yeah. Portugal. How much did you do your Googling of the team once you. Yeah. Um, I like do do like the Google view of the city wow. and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's close to Lisbon just across like the water from Lisbon. So that's oh, wow. to be like closer to a big city. Um, and you know, you can look where their field is and kind of see what, what the city is like. And so did, did a little bit of research like that and just, um, yeah, it looks beautiful. So um, do you already download Duolingo? What do you do? Oh, what yeah. do you think of the language? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have Duolingo downloaded. It's like slow work, but, um, I also, from my research, I think it's the English flu fluency is decent. Yeah. Do they have any Americans on the team or any other, like, or, you know, Canadians or English yeah, speakers? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I know they're rebuilding a little bit from last year right. in terms of roster. So mm -hmm. not all that has been, like, announced. So Yeah. No, I mean, exciting. And that's a, it's a league where for people who follow equal time, Morgan Turner, who was a standout for Aurora last year in the W League, a DePaul player as well. She played in Portugal this last spring, scored a little bit of goals and she, um, she had an injury, but we'll see if she's back there this year. So yeah, wonderful. I mean, talk about just a cool place to go. You're yeah. on the coast, like, wow. So it's even the experience itself, you know, equal to the soccer part of it. Um, what does it mean for you? I mean, Mankato is a small city. I mean, it's close to the Metro and there's, of course we get players out of there, but it's still a really cool thing for someone for that. Like, you are all Mankato. You played Mankato United, you did, you know, Mankato West, right? I mean, uh, Minnesota State. Yo, East. I have to correct you. you East. That's a rivalry. Yep. <laughs> Dogged them. Wow. That felt, yeah. Fully crossed the civil war for you. Sorry about that. <laughs> But yeah, like, I mean, what does it mean? Just, I mean, like, you know that you're going to be an example for other players and, you know, potentially even other teammates of yours, you know, could be on a path like this and representing Mankato. Yeah, it's definitely special. I think it just shows that regardless of where you come from or where you play, I think it just shows like, if you want it, you can, you can make it happen. And mm -hmm. you don't always have to have the the biggest name or the flashiest, like, uh, resume mm -hmm. or, you know, yeah. you played ECNL or whatever right. um, just shows that, you know, if you're good enough, if you work hard enough that you can reach that next level and kind of take the path that fits best for you versus the conventional path. So, yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. I mean, that is um, for you to stay local like that. I mean, it, yeah, it, it absolutely is. It's a rarity you would say, because yeah, other probably other players be like, well, maybe I'm going to drive up in the summer and play up in the cities. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, or like after a couple years of Mankato, maybe I'm going to transfer up and try and get like a year at D1 just mm -hmm. to like, to have it on paper. But um, yeah, you just got developing your game. Talk about going, I mean, training at Houston, I'm sure absolutely helped. You said speed of play. Now you're going into a signed deal. Um, talked about your ability with speed and your offensive game and your work rate. But what do you, as a pro, try to develop in the meantime? Or what do you, and even when you get there, what are you most focused on developing to try to make the adjustment up to pro? Yeah. I think, um, you know, you talk about like the Division II level and the NSIC, and I think it's almost 
comparable in like the way it's transitional to the NWSL, you know, some teams like possession, some teams are counterattack. And I think at, in the NSIC, at least it's very transitional. And so I think like working on my skills and possession and like the tactics of that, as well as defense, the defensive tactics, I think um, is what I'm looking to kind of increase and just um, how can I be a player that helps in the build and can kind of make those combinations and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be, I'm sure you, you'll be, you'll want to play wherever you can get minutes on the field and you definitely could be someone who, yeah, they're going to put you at midfield where you have to work. Mm -hmm. People love to just make wingers and outside back. So it could be, you know, it it might be something like that where they're like, you know what, that's the way you get the minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, Flatco, Play Crystal Dunn in the midfield. You don't have to stick her back. Come on, man. At the World Cup coming, I know you won't, but I just have to make it known. Um, how much uh, have you like actually communicated with the coach, or like, or um, how much when you communicated by an agent to the team? Like, did they communicate your role or what to expect going mm-hmm. into racing? Yeah, I think um, obviously it's an exciting time for the team, um, just being promoted, and so you know, they look at me and, and they want me to score goals, you know? So I think yeah. that's something really special to have that belief or their belief in me yeah. um, and to kind of have that, that role, you know, um, obviously got to get over there and got to work hard and, and earn the spot and earn the minutes. But I think just initially like feeling really good about their expectations mm-hmm. of me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, it's, it, there's a bit of pressure, um, in European leagues, you know, there's rules in each different league about how many foreigners they can have. So when they sign an American, it's like, yeah, they expect you to compete, right? Like they're like, you know, they expect you to, to score the goals and, and do what you're known for. So yeah, that'll be a fun, uh, is it good to know that you feel like you have a role you're going into? Um, yeah. I'll read a quick ad. This show is brought to you by Pence Homes. Whether you're buying or selling or looking to do some projects in your current home, Nate and Lydia can help you find what you need. Need financing for a basement remodel, looking at a second bath, or even a workspace now that you're working from home? Pence Homes and their preferred lender, Andrew Shearer, with Luminate Financing, can help you find the right financing tool. Go to pencehomes.com or learn more on social media at Pence Homes. Let's talk about Mankato. I did you dirty with the West reference. We're all East here today at equal time. Uh, But um, you were, like I said, high school, club growing up. I want to know, I like asking strikers this, and look, to the defenders, I'm sorry. When we can't watch every game, the stats are an easy way in, and so we talk about goals, man. How many goals did you score? Do you know, Jenny? In, in, I mean, at, at Minnesota State, how many uh, goals? I want to say it's over 50. I don't remember. I don't know the exact number, though. Yeah, it's 57. Yeah. And the NSIC, credit to the NSIC, they do a lot of great production. They have not updated their record books for those of us in the offseason. So I believe the all-time leading scorer. Is that something you were made aware of? Or did they say that when you... I knew I was close. I didn't keep the tally, like, to know for sure, but... We'll call it. People can correct us afterwards. 57 goals, 18 assists. Um, But we were watching... I wanted to ask you this about playing in Mankato. We were watching the United game yesterday, which... 
they had a really, honestly, it, it ended up being 4-0, but Mankato played very well. They're a much younger team, a hyper-local squad. It's a really cool um, club in Minnesota soccer. And Bethany Lutheran has a really nice soccer stadium. It's a small stadium, but there's very few that are dedicated to it. I just wondered, like, when you were playing at Mankato, did you ever want to get a game, like, in the big football stadium of, like, oh, we're playing Bemidji or whoever, and we want to, like, try and do that? Um, honestly, no, it's, it sounds odd, but it's like, I feel like we, we practice every day on that, on that field, on the pitch, on the pitch. And, you know, we're really proud to have a, a nice grass surface. Yeah. Easy in, in our winters yeah. and stuff. But yeah. I think like the pitch is just like our little home. Like it's yeah. not the biggest, it's not the flashiest, but I think like when we play there, it's like truly like defend the pitch. Like we're really proud yeah. of, of winning at home and being able to be strong at home. And so um, honestly, it never was like, let's go, you know, play at Blakeslee, which is a football stadium. Yeah. You know, I think we're really proud to have like our own space and yeah. like have a place where Minnesota soccer is and it's not a shared yeah. space. It's nice to play on grass. I mean, it is, you know, turf is different. I mean, yesterday in the rain, you could see it's like stuff is, it's a, it, it's just kind of a different game. So yeah, you could see that. I mean, but it would be fun. I mean, it's just a team that has a lot of success. So I'm sure if, if you built it up to be like, oh, the last home game is at football stadium, I bet you get a nice little crowd down in Mankato. Um, yeah, it's credit, credit to that. I want to ask you too, I was going to ask this at the end, but we were talking about Minnesota State. I know we called a game down there and it was very cold. I don't know if anyone could hear what I was saying, but it was fun either way. And one thing I had to get out of the habit of because growing up, we always just called it Mankato State, right? Mm -hmm. And then at some point now, it, like it's Minnesota State. So what do you call it? Like if you're like referencing where you went to school, yeah. if someone's yeah. like, like you're in Portugal, they'd be like, where'd you go to college? What do you say, Jenny? So if I'm like locally, it's MSU for most of us. MSU, okay able to like know what MSU is uh -huh. um otherwise it's Minnesota State Minnesota State Mankato yeah along those lines I want to respect the brand I'm, I apologize to the to the to the to the people to the Mavericks thing because a lot yeah like you said like it used to be Mankato State so you'll go and, right. and a lot of like older generation will be will call yeah. it State, and it's funny because we have like you know, our, our marketing people are very strong. Like we are Minnesota. No. State, so it's like, no, yeah. like, that is the name. <laughs> no, I respect their words. You know, they were, they were like telling me, from, like, I had to like mentally correct myself, but no respect. Yeah. Minnesota state. Look, they win enough. They deserve to be called what they want to be called. I was, I re-listened to uh, when I interviewed you, it was, it was in advance of when I think we were just coming back from COVID to so like summer, mm -hmm. spring, 2021. And, um, name image likeness had changed and yeah. so i asked you about where you would maybe get a deal if there was somewhere in mankato you mentioned weggies mm -hmm. or in mankato and so now i mean now you're actually a pro you're gonna get like you talked about pancakes i think i had a good idea i said you should do the better short stack so oh yeah <laughs> I, I that was one piece of the interview i thought i did well yeah but yeah you got to contact them and get a deal now Jane. Right, i guess yeah <laughs> now your promotion i mean you'll be posting about them in the most absurd way from the Atlantic Ocean views in yeah. Portugal, it won't make any sense, no. but people will notice. They'll be like, what the hell? Yeah, let's go get pancakes, Portugal. <laughs> you had, you graduated this way. I mean, you also, you had five years, so I, you, maybe that made it easier to like spread out the studies because I know also you have a 4.0. Mm -hmm. Did you graduate with a 4.0, Jenny? Yes, I did. 
that's crazy. That's too. That's that. Come on, take a day off. But and yeah, and you're in pre med, right? Um, yeah, biomedical science pre med track. Mm -hmm. And when I interviewed you before, it was funny because it just wasn't as a tangible place to talk mm -hmm. about pro. You're like, oh, I'm going to go to med school. No, mm -hmm. Jenny, you got other plans. But is that still a thing? Is it still your desire, like? whenever the soccer journey ends that you would move into doing yeah. something medical yeah, kind of interesting like um you know like a year ago i didn't really even see myself um playing professionally yeah. um, and so i think now it's like okay well let's see where this goes you know see how yeah. it takes me and then um med school is definitely an option but i'm also open it open to like doing yeah. some other stuff so yeah. yeah yeah well and also doing the doing anything in terms of like biology and medicine, it's like definitely a way you could stay in the game. You know, yeah. you could just, you could, you could be involved or sports science in general. I know you play like you're a track person, play basketball, you could do whatever in yeah. the game, right? Yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh. Right on. Talk about, so you, it's something we deal with uh, when we talk to other NSIC players about Mankato facing them, like the energy, the vibe, mm -hmm. the hype. And something that's really tangible, even when we're posting highlights, right, is like players on the sideline making noise. And it's like, it's like, how much is like the intimidation and kind of like the vibe, like intentional or, how, you know, like, is that, is that, a, is that an intentional thing to intimidate or to like make an impact on the opponent? Um, I think it's honestly less about the opponent and more about us and our culture. Yeah. Um, I think we have such an emphasis on being a family and like loving each other, supporting each other. Um, and we carry a big roster, you know, we average 36, 38 players yeah. last year we were at 36. And so like having the, that amount of people, you know, only 11 people are on the field. So you've got 25 people on the sideline cheering you on. Yeah. And so you get something that, that we pride ourselves on of like, everyone is involved. Um, and I think everyone knows a role and whether you start off or start on, if you're on the sideline at any point, you're cheering that next group on. So yeah. I think that's something really special that like we have built and like, you'll notice like no one sits down, like we're awesome. Yeah. Like, so I think it's just something to be like engaged and present in the game, like no matter where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, if it's just to motivate yourselves, it does make an impact on opponents. I suppose winning also helps make it an impact. Um, talk about playing is like into the minutia of NSIC, but I only watched a couple of their games, but like just tracking the results and seeing the players that come out of there, Minot seems like they just suck to play against. They just want you to win one zero. Like they grind you down. I just, I wanted to ask you about that. Like, and maybe even just, you can expand to other teams like that in the NSIC yeah. because the league is big and for the like you're a team that's expected to win so teams come in with game plans and just like there's a certain amount of teams that just try to muck it up right yeah yeah i think it's definitely interesting i think we see a different approach than other teams might who face other teams would see yeah um you know i think we're a very attack heavy program just in general you know we want to go forward we want to go forward quickly and so I think a lot of teams take a more defensive approach when playing us. Yeah. Um, and so it's not something that's uncommon for us to see throughout the season. Um, and so I think, you know, during the week, we just, it's like, who are we matching up against? What do we think they're going to, you know, mm -hmm. are we going to see a six back, a seven back? Yeah. And how do, how do we work on breaking that down in, in other ways? So yeah. 
um, it's definitely interesting across the conference, the different approaches that we'll see, but um, usually it's consistent year to year somewhat. So I think we're kind of ready for it at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's a fun league to watch because you can even Mankato and Bemidji and whoever else, Augie, who's a good team, they'll get a rare draw. They'll get a really tough, you know, close win. Yep. Um, some of the best matchups. I feel like it, it's what I end up watching the most is you playing Bemidji because it's either a playoffs or it's a game you want to highlight and, um, it feels like it's always snowing. It's always so snowy when you go up there. Talk about them. Talk about that rivalry because it's a lot of fun for me to watch trying to cover the yeah. game. Yeah, and they've been a great team the last couple of years. Um, some really strong players, obviously, um, have come out of Bemidji as well. So it's always a good competition. Um, you know, as some of the teams that are usually closer to the top of the table, I think, you know, that game is usually make or break on a conference title, right? Whether you're in the tournament or regular season. Um, and so I think just that pressure always brings such great energy and fight out of both sides. And I think that's what makes those games so good. Mm -hmm. And I, I absolutely am blanking on the person who did color for Bemidji the past years, but she this summer got to call a, a U20 CONCACAF like qualifier game. Oh, yeah. my, Maddie Deline was playing in it okay. and I apologize. Yeah, you're you're my bud. I know you know me, but yeah, she, she got to call that. And um, yeah, Bemidji is they do a great job of um, you know producing and promoting the team just like Mankato does. And uh, yeah, like I said, seems like I'm always watching an NSIC playoff game between the yeah. two squads. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, now you'll have to watch it as a fan. Yes. Um, talk about a little bit about Mankato soccer. Um, uh, your sister, I, I loved. She was your coach. As a young, like she was only what, like early twenties and coaching mm -hmm. you in high school, right? Yeah. So my senior year was her first year there yeah. um, at at East uh, as the varsity coach. So yeah, she would have been, you know, like twenty. She would have only been like twenty twenty one. Yeah, and she's still coaching there. Um. Yes. She. I think this might be her last year, or last year might have been, since she's kind of stepping into a bigger role as an assistant at MSU. Oh. Cool. Um, but yeah, she's been there obviously since I was a senior in high school for six years or whatever it's been. Mm -hmm. So, and I think what she's done there has been wonderful. Um, you know, they were third in the state this year. Um, yeah. Just fantastic. I think it was their first ever state birth. So mm -hmm. uh, super proud of her and of course my alma mater. So. Yeah, yeah. Competing with, I mean, yeah, and I mean, it, making those runs into state, you end up competing with, like we were talking about, I mean, all the schools from the cities, like the, and even if you're not in the top class, you're competing with the private schools from the cities who have the, you know, have the big names and like, you know, everyone playing in academies. So it's a cool thing. Mankato has got that pocket and mm -hmm. it, it's, there's, it, by the way, I mean, it's a really cool time for, I'm from rural Minnesota, but I mean, talk about like Rochester has mm -hmm. five summer league teams to be men and women. Mankato United owns Mankato. Um, yeah. But then, you know, we have teams in Worthington for men and Austin and then like Superior City women. Are destroy are doing really well in the UPSL, and they're all they're like Mankato, where almost all their players are really from. That well, they're actually even more local. All their players are from the Superior area, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. So cool to see the whole state moving forward in the game for sure. Um, one kind of different thing I wanted to ask you about is you're someone who like you'll post about your beliefs, you'll share values about like kind of inclusive causes and. It's a cool thing about the soccer world, I think, that mm -hmm. that is part of the positive nature of soccer culture, especially in the women's game. The 
like the women on the national team. I'm standing in a bar with a woman spray painted on it because she's a leader yeah. um, on things. But how do you think about using your voice, you know, for things that you care about like that? And especially now that you're, you're being a college athlete is something different. Now you're just a professional where it you may be a little more freedom too. I just wonder how you think about um, using your voice to talk about things you care about like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a gift to have a voice and to be given a voice. And so I think it it would be a shame if I didn't use my voice in a positive way. Um, and also just to like promote a more positive space on the internet, I think um, to show people that, you know, like I'm someone that you can be yourself with no matter who you are. And yeah, um, I think that, you know, in this day and age, athletes are not just athletes they are a lot represent something bigger than that. And so, um, you know, whether you have a small following or a super big following, I think it's just important to like curate that space into something that is safe and inclusive and welcoming. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's good to hear from you. And it it's uh, inclusivity is cool, guys. We say this on it. But yeah, there's, there's nothing cool about being uh, exclusive. I'm in a bar where people feel it is the most inclusive place. People come here to watch soccer. They're coming here to watch drag. They get to be themselves. It's a positive thing. Yeah. And that's and we're you know, we'll have the Women's World Cup on and uh, people of, of any star and stripe can come watch. Uh, talk about a couple little quick things because I already did you dirty with the Mankato West reference. Shut in. No, no West. But who were they your favorite team to beat in high school? Who did you want to beat the most? Or was it when you faced, you know, in the playoffs, you face like a suburb and want to beat a diner or whatever? Yeah, I think it's always going to be East West. Um, yeah. You know, like in the big nine, conference it's so different because you'll have different classes even within the conference yeah i think like with west um i think the community has done a really good job in kind of like supporting the rivalry in a positive way um you know yeah. every day every year there's pack the stands which is the rivalry game and they make uh, a big deal out of it and a lot of people attend which i think just like speaks to like what soccer can be in our area and in mm -hmm. this as well um, and so I think it's always like the East West pack the stands is always like the biggest game of the year for sure. Or yeah, at least yeah. There, so. yeah. What's your favorite aside from playing them? Like what's your favorite member from high school? Is it like a playoff goal or like going to state? Like what do you, what comes to mind if you think back to like glory days? Yeah. Um, I can't remember what year it was now. I think my sophomore year maybe. Um, but we made a deep run, made it to the section final and, um, I didn't end up winning, obviously, but I think, like, that belief that, like, yeah, we are good enough to, like, even make the section final, and um, I think at that time it was being held in New Prague, so you go to New Prague, and you play in the football field under the lights, and everyone comes, and I think just to, like, experience that and feel that support is, like, mm -hmm. super special, too, um, so I would say that was probably my favorite memory. Yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite soccer player to watch, or just your favorite player? Um... For a while, it was Rachel Daly, when, yeah. and she's still having a great year. Um, loved her at the Houston Dash. Um, otherwise, like on the U.S. women's team, let's see. Probably Lindsay Horan. Is, I love watching Lindsay Horan, too. Uh -huh. I so like that because people wouldn't guess that. It's like, that's not your game. But you like, what do you like about her? Um, she just plays different. You know, she has that definitely, like, European flair to her. Kind of like Tobin Heath, too. They're, like, you know, the – player like just 
yeah, she has good vision, like the way she plays. So yeah, she's definitely like a, a mental player. Like she's smart. She distributes. Yeah. She it's like she's some. I don't I I, I don't know. Like I don't think of her as even like being that athletic. She just does it right and like you know makes the plays in the midfield. Yeah, yeah. she's um yeah yeah she'll be in there. Mm -hmm. um, talk about when you're you're gonna leave. You've been in Mankato all the time you've yeah. always been in Mankato I mean, you're, going Port <laughs> you're going to a nice place though kind of like paradise on the coast in Portugal but just talk about aside from family and friends I know you're gonna miss family mm -hmm. and friends what are you gonna miss about Mankato mm -hmm. most I mean you'll also you'll find out like what fast food I guess you miss in a month but. yeah yeah um yeah I think just like the feeling of home right like um I'm very much someone who's a homebody, um, more introverted, like just being with my people. So mm -hmm. I think just like that sense of like knowing where you are and like feeling like you're in your hometown, just the nostalgia of it all. So I think that'll be something I miss when I'm over there. So like the newness versus like mm -hmm. normalcy factor. Yeah. Yeah, to practice in the next month, just spend some time alone, Jenny. Just, you know, get yourself into that. That's the thing. I mean, you'll just have a lot more independent time and, you know, have to meet some new friends and get your little Portuguese going. Yep. Uh, who, we talked about Bemidji, I mentioned Minot, but like, I wonder too, I don't know if it's a team or if also if there are like defenders that really mess with you, but is there any team or player like you're not going to miss playing? You're like, F that, I don't want, like, you know, that, that you didn't like playing? Um... I wouldn't say didn't like, I think, you know, obviously like an opponent is an opponent at the end of the day, but um, I have to give a shout out to Megan who plays for Bemidji. She's always such a tough, tough opponent, Megan Dahl. Yeah. Great career. Very happy. Yeah. You know, she earned all American honors this year and yeah. um, just someone that's always so tough. Um, yeah. Physically, she's a great leader, but you know, it's funny, like after every tackle, we're like, you good? You good? Yeah. You know, so it's like. Uh -huh. Um, really always enjoyed playing against her and someone who I feel like has made me better, yeah. just, you know, in playing against her. So. Probably played her like 15 times, dude. It was five years, two times a year. Yeah. I mean, you played her a lot because it'd be playoffs and yeah, for all of you. And, uh, and also I want to maybe just give you space like to say, um, you know, it's, it, it's easy to highlight Jenny. She scores crazy goals. And so rightfully we're highlighting her, but you also had, I just want, I, I didn't look up to have all the names ready. I want you to shout out your super senior class because mm -hmm. the world of sports is filled with this now from COVID, but it was really cool to see like all the schools that had squads of like six people who yeah. went, and some of them are like six year runs with like red shirts, but shout out your class who yeah. went the whole five years with you. Yeah, so um, Nadia Lowry, uh, Katie Brown, um, Bryn Dazins, and then we had a transfer come in, Molly Saran, who was wonderful. Um, I need yeah. to make sure I'm not missing any of them. <laughs> I think and then you probably had others who just did four years. Maybe yeah. it didn't stay in the five. They were yeah. like the regular seniors. Yeah. But um, like I was kind of mentioning before, I think it just shows how like strong our program is from a culture standpoint you know we don't have a lot of people who transfer leave yeah and we have people who want to come back and play again regardless of their role mm -hmm. so i think that's something that's really special too is having that experience 
Yeah. Well, no, when we talk about the deep squad, I mean, it does mean a lot that player, you would expect players to be transferring, mm -hmm. sitting there, not playing. And so it does speak a lot to the culture. And so that, uh, that needs to be commended because also, yeah, it's like, oh, COVID year. It's like, yeah, it's cool for you. You get another year. There's five freshmen sitting there like, oh shit, it's, I have to wait because Bryn and Jenny are still playing. Yeah. Um, so no credit to Mankato and credit to um, when we talk about just the interconnectivity, it's the uniqueness of summer league where D2 doesn't have rules of how many players can play on a summer league team. So the integration with Mankato United and the Minnesota state program is really a cool thing. And it's um, safe to say it elevates the overall game in the area too, because there's so many players building connectivity all year round, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, the D1 teams can't do that. Only five players can play on a squad. You know, it's like, so yeah, very fun thing about Mankato. Uh, Jenny, when do you, and thank you so much for your time. You're heading out. When do you go to Portugal? You don't know quite yet, right? No, but August probably. But um, sometime early in July. So very soon. But. Early in July. Going soon. Soak it up. All right. Get your last mosquito bites in. I think you're going to be on the coast and it's going to be gorgeous. There's going to be yes. no humidity anymore. I don't know what Portugal's like, but we'll check in with you there. Thank you so much, Jenny. Yeah, thank you.